Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. I'm coming to you live from Fort Lauderdale. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the presence and power of God. This is prophetic prayer and intercession, and I can't wait to get it started. I want to remind you that I am in South Florida. Donde esta? Where are you? Let me know. I care. But if you're in the region, come on by on Sundays. We have two different messages Two different encounters with God, two different worship experiences every Sunday at Awakening House of Prayer in Fort Lauderdale, Davie, Florida suburb. Listen, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. You're going to want to get in on these no matter where you are in the world. If you're not in South Florida, you can watch that first service online at ahop.online, A-H-O-P dot online. Come on and join us. You're just as much a part of our family as those sitting in the congregation. You'll be glad that you did. You may want to become a web church member and get involved in so many other benefits. We have that pastoral advice, the personal prayer line, the archives of the teachings on ahop.online, the virtual life group, and so much more. That second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're equipping you for the work of the ministry. It's not your typical church service. We're going deeper in the things of God. And boy, do I have some awesome courses coming up over the next two years. I have planned out so many things I want to teach. Ah, I just can't get to it fast enough. It's the one step at a time. You're going to absorb it. If you're not in the region, you can't watch that online unless... Notice I said unless, unless you go to schoolofthespirit.tv, I want you to get over there and check out the courses because these are going to bless your life, equip you to overcome and live in a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Schoolofthespirit.tv, that's where you'll find us in the afternoon. Now, today's devotion is from Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled... Oh, I like this. Listen, choose adoration over aggravation. My, 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 my. Choose adoration over aggravation. Listen, it's your choice. I said, it's your choice. I said, only you can choose to do this. Choose adoration over aggravation. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Aggravation will get you nowhere. In case you didn't hear that, let me read it again. The Lord said, aggravation will get you nowhere. Adoration will take you places in me that will refresh your soul, give you a new perspective, and strengthen your heart for the day ahead. Why not let go of the aggravations and frustrations that weigh you down? Why not lay aside those weights so that you don't step into besetting sins? Why not meditate on the word and fellowship with me instead of meditating on the negative thoughts the enemy is planting in your soul? Why not decide to draw a line in the spiritual sand and think on the things that are good, true, and lovely? And the spirit of the Lord says, you'll be much more content if you choose this better path. It's almost like God is saying, I set before you this day, life and death, choose life. You have the choice. You can adore God or you can be aggravated all the time, but you can't do both. 
at the same time. Amen. Today's scripture references Hebrews 1, 3, Revelation 5, 13, and Matthew 22, verse 37. Now the prayer starter from the devotional, help me trade aggravation for adoration. Help me make this divine exchange so that I can receive your refreshing in the middle of a frustrating day. Help me resist the temptation to be irritated by the annoying circumstances that bog me down in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, can anybody relate to that? Father, we thank you this morning that you are the God of peace. You're the Prince of Peace. You're not annoyed. You're not aggravated. You're not anxious. You are the Prince of Peace. You are Jehovah Shalom. <laughs> you are the God who gives us peace that passes all understanding. When we don't know what to do, we can still have peace because you know what to do. When we don't know what to say, we can still walk in peace because you will put the words in our mouth at the right time. When we don't know how to pray, we can still have peace. We don't have to get anxious. We don't have to be disturbed because you will pray the perfect prayer through us as we yield our tongue to the Holy Ghost. God, we're so grateful for you. We are so grateful for you. We carry an overwhelming gratitude for your Holy Spirit. We are so thankful for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross so that we could live in adoration, so that we could have a magnificent obsession. We don't have to be obsessed with the things of the world. We don't have to be obsessed with the movement of the enemy. We don't have to be obsessed with the financial stock markets and the political landscapes and the pandemics that threaten to invade our cities and our nations, we can walk in the shalom of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, the wisdom of God, because you dwell on the inside of us and we're grateful. We are grateful today, God. We're so grateful today. We thank you and praise you and lift up your name. You truly are on the throne. The foundation of your throne is righteousness and justice. You are a just God. When we're facing injustices, we don't have to be aggravated. We don't have to be frustrated. We can trust in you for vindication. We can trust in you for justice. We can trust in you for mercy. We can trust in you to take vengeance upon our enemies. Avenge us, oh God, of our enemies today. God, Jesus, we put our lives in your hands. We put our problems in your hands. We cast them there at the foot of the cross. We cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. It's not like you don't care. You care intimately. You care deeply. You care with every part of your heart. You love us perfectly. You love us with all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. You love us with an undying love, an unconditional love, a never-ending love. You love us, and we are so grateful. We don't have to be perfect to receive your love. Thank you, God. We don't have to be just, 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 just perfectly holy, perfectly righteous. You knew what you were getting into when you called us. You knew that we were going to stumble and fall. And yet you encourage us with the proverb, a righteous man falls seven times and he gets back up again. You're able to pick us up. You're able to dust us off. You're able to make us stand. You're able to infuse us with Holy Ghost power to run the race despite the weariness attacking our soul. You are just that good. 
Ah, you are just that good. You're a good God. You're a great God. There's no one mightier than you. No one kinder than you. No one more powerful than you. You are our everything. There's no one who compares to you. Thank you, Lord, for the peace of God that passes all understanding. Oh, God, we can't reason it out. We can't fathom the depth of your love, but we're trying. We want to go deeper. We've got a more in our heart. We know there's more. We know there's more. We know there's more. We know there's more. There's more glory encounters. We know there's more. We know there's more. We know there's more. There's more levels of victory. We know there's more. We know there's more. We know there's more. We know there's another measure of prosperity. We know know there's more. We know there's more. We know there's more to, to, to know about you. We'll be learning of you forever. Lord, we want to learn of your emotions. We want to know what moves your heart. We want to understand what grieves your spirit. We've got to know. We've got to know you. We want to know you the way that you know us. We want to know what makes you smile. We want to know what makes you angry. We want to know because we want to love the things that you love and hate the things that you hate. We want to know what moves your heart so we can move with your heart. We want to know, God. Give us revelation about your very essence, about your very being, about your very character. Give us revelation. We want to know you, the knowledge of the holy. We want to know you. You are worth our time and effort. You are worth it. Oh, the time we spend learning of you. Oh, it'll bring such benefits into our life, but that's not even why we're doing it. We just want to know you. Uh, uh, it'll transform us from the inside out the knowledge of the holy it'll do a deep work within us the knowledge of the holy will deliver us from evil the knowledge of the holy will prepare us for success the knowledge of the holy will thrill our hearts we want to learn of you we want to learn of you oh god we want to learn of you teach us your ways show us your paths god Jesus said, come and learn of me, all of you who are weary and heavy burdened. Come and learn of me because I am meek and lowly of heart. Come and learn of me and I will give you refreshing for your souls. Oh, I just feel the winds of refreshing beginning to blow today. I just said, I just discern the coming of the wind. Oh, I can just hear the sound of the wind. I can just perceive the, the, the entry of the wind, the wind of refreshing, the Holy Ghost blowing through our circumstances, the Holy Ghost blowing through our souls, the Holy Ghost blowing through our homes, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, fire and wind. Oh, Jesus, we thank you for the wind of God. We thank you that we don't know which way you're going all the time. We don't know where you came from all the time. We don't know what you're doing all the time, but we're learning. We're learning to discern your spirit. We're learning to discern your flow. We're learning to discern your voice at greater depths, at greater heights. We're learning to discern your spirit. We're learning, God. We're learning, God. Teach us more. Teach us more. Teach us more. Teach us more. Help us to remain teachable, God. If there's anything in us that is not like you, and we know there's a lot that's not like you, would you begin to deliver us from the evil? Lord, begin to deliver us from our flesh. Help us to crucify it. Oh, Jesus, help us to crucify our flesh. 
Oh, Father, oh, our flesh, it gets in the way of our relationship with you. Our flesh stands against the spirit. The Bible says the spirit wars against the flesh and the flesh wars against the spirit and the two cannot agree. They are opposing forces. Our flesh, our carnal nature cannot agree with the spirit of God. Our flesh is at enmity with God. Our flesh wants no part of God. So we crucify it this morning. We choose by the force of our will to put our flesh down. Paul says, I buffet my body. I beat it down. I discipline it. I mortify my flesh. Oh, this is a scary prayer. This is the prayer for the serious Christian. This is for the one who wants to go deeper in God. This is for the one who is ready for the high places, ready to ascend to the holy hill with clean hands and a pure heart. God, would you give us the grace to crucify our flesh, to stop feeding into our flesh. We know that what we feed grows. 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 God, help us to starve out the carnal desires. God, help us. Give us the grace to to, to, to starve out the carnal desires, to stop feeding those carnal pleasures, to stop satisfying and gratifying the carnal lusts. God, would you help us? Help us to crucify our flesh. Jesus said, if anyone is worthy of me, if if there's anyone who's worthy of me, if, if there's anyone who's worthy, pick up your cross and follow me. He said, deny yourself. Pick up your cross. Follow me. Step one, deny yourself. Step one, deny yourself. Step one, deny yourself. Hey, step one, deny yourself. You can start small. Father, help us to find smaller ways to deny ourselves. Because, because, because we look at this and we think somehow our life has to turn upside down in a moment's time and it seems too hard and it is too hard. Help us to find some small ways that we can deny ourselves. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. gifts. God expects you to use them. 
If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. Maybe instead of eating the whole donut, we just take a bite today. Help us, Lord, to find small ways to begin the transformational process, little by little, from glory to glory, faith to faith, strength to strength. Help us to begin to deny ourselves. Help us not to watch that extra episode of whatever it is we're watching on Netflix. Help us, Lord, to get to bed a little earlier, even though we want to be entertained in our soul. Help us, Lord, to rise up early in the morning to seek your face just 15 minutes earlier. It makes all the difference. Help us, Lord, to deny ourselves, not our spirit, not our spirit, not our spirit, but our flesh. Deny yourself. And then Jesus said, pick up your cross. Step two, pick up your cross. We all have a cross to bear. Pick up your cross. Pick up your cross. We all have a cross we have to carry. We all have some element of suffering in our lives. And most of the time, we're trying to get rid of it. Jesus didn't say, get rid of the cross. Jesus didn't say, cast your cross at the throne. (laughs) Jesus didn't say, I'll carry your cross for you. He said, you pick up your cross. You've got a cross. The Lord shows me that so many of you are trying and so many of us are trying. Because I know I've done this before myself, trying to get rid of the cross. (laughs) It's the cross. It's the work of the cross in your life that saved you. It's the work of the cross in your life that purifies you. It's the work of the cross and embracing what that means, the blood of Jesus, the benefits, the commitment to the gospel. That's what transforms us. Suffering. It's a suffering. Denying yourself is suffering. Picking up your cross and carrying it is suffering. And we don't want to suffer, but we're all suffering anyway. (laughs) We're all suffering in some area of our life, some to a little degree, some to a larger degree, but we all go through seasons of suffering in one area or another, or sometimes many areas at the same time. We all go through suffering and we try to get rid of it as if it's some kind of plague when God is trying to use that suffering to conform us into the image of Christ. For the Lamb of God suffered. The Messiah, he suffered. And he didn't try to cast it off as if it were inconsequential. He knew that he had to suffer. It was his passion. Sure, if it could pass away, if we could get rid of it, that's fine. But most of the time, the suffering, the suffering is not something we can just pray away. The suffering is something that we pray through. I said, the suffering is not something we can pray away. Suffering is something we have to pray pray through. Suffering is not something we can pray away. Suffering is something we have to pray through. Jesus said, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. 
Help us, Lord, today to be true Jesus followers, not to follow the lust of the flesh, not to follow the lust of the eyes, not to follow the pride of life, not to follow these things that have no eternal value whatsoever. They perish. (laughs) They perish. The things of this world, they perish. The cars, the houses, the spouses, they perish. The opportunities, the businesses, the ministries, they perish. Faith, hope, and love abide. So help us, Lord, to pursue those things that advance your kingdom. Help us, Lord, to pursue those things as Christ followers that build up your church. Help us, Lord, pursue those activities and those uh, alliances, the opportunities that bring glory to your name, that bring souls into the kingdom, that see people delivered and healed and whole. Jesus, Acts 10, 38, Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Every single one of them. He healed all of them. Help us, Lord, to pick up the ministry of Christ. He said we would do the greater works. He said, he said, he said, cast out demons, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, heal the sick. He said we would do the greater work. So, Father, help us deny ourselves and embrace your gospel, your great commission. Help us deny ourselves and embrace the grace of obedience. Help us deny ourselves. Help us to crucify our flesh. Help us to pick up our cross. I know you'll help us. We're not in this alone. We can't do it without you. Apart from you, we can do nothing. But I'm so grateful, Lord, that we're not apart from you. We're not apart from you. We're not apart from you. We are hidden with Christ in God. How grateful we are that we have the opportunity to come boldly to your throne of grace, to find grace and obtain mercy to help in a time of need. God, we're needy. We're needy people. <laughs> we have needs. And we thank you, Lord, that you supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Not just our financial needs, but our fellowship needs. Not just our fellowship needs, but our relational needs, all the the career needs. Whatever kind of need that we have, you'll supply it. You are the minister of supply. And we give you praise. We give you honor. We worship you because you are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our worship. You are worthy. And nobody else is worthy but you. And now we're going to speak boldly against demon powers. We must speak boldly against demon powers. They don't understand the go away, Mr. Devil, or please leave me alone, devil. He doesn't doesn't respond to that. No more than a dog responds to Go away, go away. You gotta go. They don't know what you're saying. They understand tones and expressions. The enemy needs to be told where to go and what to do and what not to do. We speak boldly against our enemies. I want to read you a scripture. I love this. Listen. This is uh, Hannah, the mother of Samuel, 1 Samuel 2 1. And I'm reading out of the Berean Study Bible, and we'll look at, there's a few different translations that, that, that say basically the same thing. I'll read out of the New American Standard because it's more familiar to you. Hannah prayed. That's off to a good start. Hannah prayed and said, my heart 
rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. Listen, my mouth speaks boldly against my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. I want to read that again. You've got to get this. She says, my mouth speaks boldly against my enemies. Why? Why? What right does she have? How could she dare to do such a thing? She says, my mouth speaks boldly against my enemies. Listen, because there's the conjunction, because I can speak boldly against my enemies, because I rejoice in your salvation. And it's by his salvation, by the stripes that he took on his back, by his death on the cross, by which he defeated the principalities and powers, making an, a, 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 an open show of it, putting them to shame. It's because of that that we can speak boldly against our enemies. I like the English standard version. It says, my mouth derides my enemies. I like that. The New Living Translation says, now I have an answer for my enemies. I like that too, because sometimes we don't seem to know what to do. But when we understand the benefits of our salvation and who we are in Christ, that the righteous are as bold as lions, we can have an answer for our enemies. We can say, you know what? I'm under the blood, Joker. Uh-huh. Back up in Jesus' name. We, we can have a confidence and assurance when we understand our salvation. The NIV says, my mouth boasts over my enemies. Listen, 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 listen. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. Now, uh, salvation implies deliverance, salvation, of course, healing, prosperity, and provision. Those are the meanings of the Greek word sozo from which we get the word salvation. So when we understand that God will deliver us from the enemy, when we cry out, we can boldly answer our enemies. Are you following me? When we understand that the Lord is backing us up, that the Lord is for us, not against us, that he always leads us into triumph in Christ Jesus. When we get that, when we renew our mind to that, instead of being scared by the wicked one, my mouth boasts over my enemies. Now I have an answer for my enemies. My mouth derides my enemies. My mouth speaks boldly against my enemies. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies. I like this one, New King James. I smile at my enemies. Ah, I like that because it's like, okay, really? Really? You really think you got me, huh? Really? God's in my corner. God's got my back. He's my forerunner and my rear guard. He's my breaker and the faithful witness that I repeat. So Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, I praise you and I thank you today that you have made us righteous in Christ and that the righteous are as bold as lions. Therefore, we don't have to play patty cake with the devil. We don't have to tolerate the wicked one. We don't have to stop and just try to uh, endure the attack. No, we can speak boldly against our enemies. We can command the enemy to flee in the name of Jesus. So right now I take authority over the demon powers that are harassing you. I take authority over the wicked one that's that's hindering you and I speak boldly to those enemies and I say back off in Jesus name. I said enemy of our soul back off in Jesus name. 
I said, enemy, I bind you in Jesus' name. I push back your darkness, your oppression, your witchcraft, your threats in Jesus' name. I come against you with the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. I thank you, Lord, that you have given us authority over all the power of the enemy. I thank you, Lord, that greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Now I command you, devil, to take your hand off what belongs to me. I command you, devil, to take your hand off what belongs to us. I said, I bind the hand of the thief. You have been caught. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I boldly dismantle the enemy's weapons with these words, it is written. Ah, it is written. Hey, it is written. It is written. It is written. No no weapon formed against us shall prosper. But every tongue that rises up against us in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and our righteousness is of him according to the Lord. So thank you, Lord, that you've given us delegated authority and we command the enemy that's harassing us to bow to the name of Jesus. We command every hindering spirit to bow in the name of Jesus. We command every sabotaging spirit to bow in the name of Jesus. We command every spirit of infirmity to bow in the name of Jesus. We command, oh, come on, are you getting it? Are you, are, are you getting it? Are you, are, you, are, you, are you catching it today? Are you catching it today? You have to do this for yourself. I'm interceding for you, but you must learn this. You must learn this. I'm trying to equip you. My mouth has opened wide to speak boldly against my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. Thank you, Lord, that you delivered us out of the kingdom of darkness. We're not subject to that kingdom. The devil is not our prince. He may be the prince of the power of the air, but the devil is not our prince. He may be the God of this world, but he is not our God. And we do not bow to him, nor do we have to put up with him. We command these incessant attacks and curses and judgments being launched against us in the spirit and sometimes through people to be dismantled and disintegrated, broken into pieces and shattered in the name of Jesus. I release double fire against the enemy of our souls and I command you to flee from our presence because we are hidden in Christ and God. We are hidden behind the rock of escape. We are sitting in the strong tower, in the stronghold. The Lord is our shield and buckler. Why shall we fear? Today, today we exalt you, Jesus, but we bind the enemy. And it's because of you being exalted, seated at the right hand of the Father, ever making intercession for us, that we can be confident in the outcome of our battle. We can be confident in the outcome of the war. I've read the back of the book. (laughs) We're ultimately going to win, and we can keep on winning. Even when it looks like we're losing, we're not going to believe this lie anymore. Come on, that's right. Back up. Back up. Step off me now in Jesus' name. You've got to speak boldly. Some of you just need to let that Holy Ghost boldness, the righteous indignation rise up in you. You can't pray like, oh, Father, just do something about the enemy. He's already done everything he's going to do about the enemy. He defeated him on the cross. Now we are enforcing the will of God. Amen. But if you don't know what the will of God is, if you don't know what your rights are, if you don't know how to, how to, how to pray with a confidence and authority, 
The enemy will not listen to you. But I know you got this today. Come on, step back, step off, back it up. God's kingdom shall prevail. We walk in truth. <laughs> Hallelujah. He has won the victory. He did it all for me. He did it all for you. Amen. God is good all the time. Come on, isn't he good? Don't you feel empowered? Hmm? Don't you feel like maybe you could just punch that devil right in the throat? <laughs> Notice I didn't say in the eye. That's fine, but I will punch him right in the throat. <laughs> you know, well, you're too militant, Jennifer. Well, you're not militant enough. Thank you. Keep your opinion to yourself. I don't care what you think. Go tell your husband. Go tell your friends, whatever you want to say about me. Amen. But be careful because those curses you release against me bounce right off me. And they might find you. So be careful. Well, you're too fervent. Well, you're lukewarm. This is what you tell people. Listen, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about those people in your church who they want to tell you you're too bold. You're too bold. You're too bold, Maribel. You need to tell them, well, you need, you need to get some boldness because I'm walking in victory. Well, you're too fervent. You praise I and mean, you pray too loud. Well, you need to learn your authority and get excited about overcoming the devil and have some passion in your life. Amen. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about what you say to these people because people will criticize you. The Bible says we're soldiers. Hey, soldiers are militant. Hey, and we're supposed to be on the offense, not the defense. And too many Christians are just lukewarm. I did a video yesterday about that. If this broadcast is blessing you, would you please consider sowing into Operation Liberation? JenniferLeClaire.org slash missions. So consider joining us in that endeavor. There's eternal rewards for, for the work of the gospel, the work of the ministry, the missions. So go over there and consider sowing JenniferLeClaire.org slash missions. If you absolutely don't have uh, that, you can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. You can use Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use Facebook stars. God bless you. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.